You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Have you ever had a dream? A desire that you have always prayed for, yet God didn't give it to you? I have. Back in high school, I have always dreamed in studying at Ateneo because I believe it is one of the best schools in the Philippines. So when the time came for me to apply for a college, I took a step forward to that dream. So as I entered the Ateneo campus to pass my application requirements, I could not contain my happiness and excitement. It felt like I was ready for Ateneo. But I also applied to different schools like La Salle, UP, USD, and UANG. As I prepared for my entrance exam, I did my part diligently. I studied hard and I prayed. I asked God every day that He would grant me my heart's desire to enter Ateneo. And then it was finally October, the set season. The season which high school seniors had been waiting for. However, weirdly enough, towards examination dates, I caught different kinds of sicknesses. When I took the entrance exam for UP, I had fever. When I took the UST entrance exam, I had LDM. And guess what? As the entrance exam to Athene was drawing near, I had to be hospitalized for a week because of dengue. Just before the day of the Ateneo exam, I was discharged from the hospital, but I still felt weak. Nevertheless, I still took the exam the next day. While taking the exam, I prayed so hard because my head badly hurts. Just imagine the discomfort that I felt. And then a few months after, the results came out. I was actually in the LRT station when Ateneo released the list of accepted students. And then I quickly searched for my name through the website. Sadly, and to my shock, I did not see my name on the list. I had to hold back all my tears because I'm in a public place. But the rejection did not end there. Shortly after that, I found out that I also did not pass UP and LaSalle. In just one month alone, I experienced rejection after rejection. I started to question myself, am I not smart enough to pass? I prepared so hard. I know I did my part as a diligent student and as a child of God, how can I not pass? Did God forget about me? My prayers? Where will I study now? Those were my questions to myself. And I did not just cry, but I felt like I was mourning for a dream that I desired for a very long time. I really thought that I would not recover from it. But my mother and my sister were there to remind me of God's love and protection. 
they reminded me that God is always there for me, that He will never leave me nor forsake me, and that He has a better plan for me. As I sought God's words, in an instant, it felt like there was no pain anymore. It felt like those rejections happened a long time ago. When I sincerely asked for God's healing from the disappointments and hurt that I have, I've experienced, healing and comfort came right away. Then one day, I received a text message from UANV. Before reading it, I actually prayed to God and said, Lord, prepare me for what is to happen. And to my surprise, it said that I passed the scholarship. Looking back, I realized that maybe all those painful experiences, the doors that he closed, were God's ways of telling me that he has a better plan for me. Many times we think that we know what's best for us. So when things don't go as planned, we are quick to conclude that God has forgotten about us. But let me remind you, God cares for us and loves us. For me, rejection was God's way of telling me, No, Danny, I have a better plan for you. And I just need to patiently wait for God's plan to unfold. So now, whenever I feel like everything is falling apart, I always go back to the times that He has been faithful to me and remember His promises. His love comforts me and enables me to trust His plan for my life. I am Danny Sanchez, and I know that I am loved by the boundless love of Christ. Yon, thank you so much, Danny, for that wonderful testimony. And good afternoon, everyone, or good evening, good morning, wherever you are all over the world. We are so grateful that you can join us on our youth service. You know, recently we've been feeling the, the pressure of this COVID-19. It's still here. Dami nang napapago, dami nagkakasakit. And even with the online stuff, I know a lot of you guys are tired and some of your friends are tired, but... I really believe that this message and this series is for them. So please tag them, invite them, because I believe they're going to learn a lot from today's message. And as we continue with our series, Boundless. But before we continue, again, some announcements. We have our True Life Retreat. I think you've heard about that. So please don't forget to register. Check later on Facebook page the details of the True Life Retreat and register there because it's going to be fun. Walang pasok during that time. I think that's the Holy Week. So make sure that you, your friends, if you haven't had this retreat, this online retreat, make sure you're, you're able to attend. And if you, if you also want to invite your friends to join this retreat, so that they will encounter Christ. Please, don't forget to register online. And the good news is, it's absolutely free. So please, 
register, invite your friends. It's going to be amazing. Now, let's go to our series. This is our third part of this series, Boundless. And as you've noticed, we don't have the praise and worship team dito live, even our host. Uh, we are. We realize now, yes, that COVID is spreading rapidly. There's a new virus, but there's nothing to worry about. We know God is still in control. He's sovereign. But our part is we need to be careful as well. So ako lang, konti lang po yung nandito ngayon sa MPH or sa CCF. But we are here to serve you. And hopefully this message will be a blessing to you. Before we continue, why don't we join our hearts? Let's just pray. Let's just commit everything to God. And I want to pray for you as well. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for bringing us together. Thank you that in spite of the the COVID-19 crisis, pandemic that's happening, we can still hear from you. We can still learn from you. And we have this opportunity to hear you speak to us. So I pray that you overwrite my preparation. I pray that you speak to every single person that's watching right now. And maybe some people are, are not yet watching, but I pray that they will be tagged, they will be able to connect, and they will be able to listen to your very message this afternoon or whatever day or time it is with this these people who are watching right now so thank you open our hearts lord may you be the one to speak in jesus name we pray amen so some of you might be asking why boundless why are we going through this series uh we started two weeks ago and we entitled this boundless because we are going to talk about the boundless love of christ we want to understand more His love. And why is that very important? Why is the boundless love of Christ very important? Because we also want to compare and somehow align the difference between the love of Christ and the love of self. In this world right now, this is very popular. Love of self. In fact, a lot of people, because of depression, because of suicidal tendencies, this has been the line. You need to love yourself. You need to take care of yourself. Definitely we need to do that. And that's an exciting and powerful message. But as we have been talking about this series, we need to be guided by the love of Christ. Because love of self alone is not enough. Makinig po kayo sa akin. Love of self alone is not enough to survive and to have a blessed life. We need the love of Christ to guide us so that we can love ourselves properly. That's what this series is all about. To understand what the love of Christ is and hopefully to learn how to love ourselves properly, guided by the love of Christ. When we started this series, I mentioned this line that self-love unguided by Christ's love is an incomplete kind of love. Hindi po kompleto yon. Self-love, which is very popular. So many songs about self-love, movies about self-love, celebrities talking about self-love. But most, if not all of them, doesn't include the love of Christ. Kulang po yan. Kasi si Christ ang nag-create ng love. Si God ang nag-create ng love. So I, I, I will only love myself properly, the right way, if my self-love is guided by Christ's love. And in the past two weeks, ito po yung mga pinag-usapan natin, we first discussed that His boundless love never fails. Yung love natin sa sarili natin, it may fail. It may fall apart, pwedeng magkamali, pwedeng may gawin tayo that's not good for us, na sa tingin natin, good for us, but hindi pala good for us. It may fail. But the boundless love of Christ never fails. Last week, Pastor Eric gave a powerful reminder to all of us that His boundless love protects. 
yung love ni Christ, it protects us. And part of that protection is sometimes He disciplines us. And you know what? I just want to add to that because some people, they don't appreciate discipline. They don't appreciate when there's punishment. Do you know that there are times na kailangan natin ng punishment or discipline para lang matuto? Diba? There are times in our lives that we need punishment, we need discipline, we need to get hurt in order to learn. My kids know that kind of experience. They've experienced hurt, they've experienced pain, and as a result of that, nung napahalo na sila, ayaw na nilang gawin yung disobedience. Ayaw nilang gawin yung mali. In the same way, with God's love, He disciplines us to protect us. Why? Because if there's no discipline, paulit-ulit natin gagawin yung mali. We, keep, we will keep on doing the wrong thing. Kaya nga, I appreciate the boundless love of Christ. Because He protects me. He covers me. And sometimes that covering is painful. Or sometimes that covering is not painful, but He covers me. That's His love. Our love? Yes, we want to protect ourselves, but we don't know how to completely protect ourselves. As we continue, okay, today, we are going to look at another characteristic of God's love. How boundless it is and how His boundless love heals. Yan. Sino dito kailangan ng healing? And there are many kinds of healing, okay? God can heal us from physical sickness. God can heal us from spiritual sickness. God can heal us from emotional sickness. But what I want to focus on on our message this afternoon or today, what I want to focus on is His love that heals our broken past. Yan. Can you tag your friends who have a broken past or who has a broken past. Okay? Kung ayaw mo tag, okay lang. But all of us, I believe, we have broken past, painful past, hurtful past, past that somehow is haunting us until now. And it's so hard to move on, right? It's so hard to move forward. We want the healing from God, right? We want that kind of healing. We want that kind of recovery. We want that kind of restoration. Lahat po tayo. Everywhere in this world, we had a painful past and some of us are still living in that kind of past, in that kind of hurtful situation and we desire healing. Look at this statement. God's love heals you from the pain of the past. <laughs> God's love, He wants to heal you from the pain of the past. Whatever that is. Whether the pain of the past involves a relationship, maling relationship. Whether the pain of the past involves your relationship with your family members. Whether the pain of the past involves disappointment because naghiwala yung parents mo or iniwan ka ng daddy mo or iniwan ka ng mommy mo. Whether the pain in the past involves money, sickness, death of a loved one, whatever that is that is haunting you, I really believe God wants to heal you. I really believe God wants you to recover, to be restored from that painful situation. So, my question is, are you ready to experience this kind of healing? Paano ba ito nangyayari? How does God do this? How does God heal me from the pain of the past? Usually, our painful past can do the others, uh, the, the following things. Our painful past can haunt us. Meaning to say, sinusundan tayo until now. It's, it keeps on going back, and we have the trauma, and that's normal. 
You know that's normal when you got abused in the past? When there's a, a, a very painful situation in the past that happened? Meron kang trauma? Meron kang fear about that? Meron kang fear about a certain person? May fear ka about a certain situation? That's normal. That happens. That's why some people go through counseling. And counseling is very important. But God, even if there's no counseling, but I'm not saying wag kayo magpa-counsel if there's a painful past. I really believe God can heal the painful past regardless if there's people involved in your life or not. I really believe God can heal that. Now, going back what the past does to us. Sometimes our past will haunt us. Sinusundan tayo. It keeps crawling into our lives. Sometimes our pain, painful past can break us couldn't move forward, couldn't move on. You couldn't wake up. Na, I mean, you, you wake up, but you couldn't leave your bed because of the painful past. You don't want to eat. You don't want to live. It's breaking you apart. Sometimes our pain, painful past can paralyze us. You don't want to work anymore. You don't want to study anymore. You don't want to do your modules anymore, right? You don't want to do any of your tasks anymore. You don't want to even, uh, you don't want to even talk to people. It paralyzes you. And a lot of people are experiencing that. Actually, lalo na ngayong pandemic, I read this article that there's a rise in depression, rise in suicide, suicide attempts, suicidal tendencies, all because of the pain that they're experiencing currently and backed up by the pain that they've experienced in the past. The, the difficult thing about this COVID right now is lahat tayo may painful past na. Hindi pa na-solve yung painful past, dadagdagan pa ng painful, painful na present. Imagine the, the baggage that you're carrying. Past mo nga, sobrang painful. Dala-dala mo, hoping na magbago. And then it's not changing. And then there's this COVID. And then you experience death of a loved one. And then you've experienced some sickness. And then you experience this online class na nakakapagod. How will you now move forward? And then come 2021, hopeful tayo na, ay okay na, magiging okay na lahat. And then there's a new variant. May Philippine variant daw na nangyayari. It's more contagious. And then sinasabi nila, it also uh, can resist yung mga antibodies natin. I mean, hearing those things, I tell you, you're gonna get scared. I'm gonna to get scared and then we have this baggage how can we move forward that's why we need God's healing because our painful past can also mold us and I believe all of us this is what we want mold maging better person we know how to navigate through the pain we know how to navigate through the crisis in our lives we know how to not allow the past to control us, to hunt us, to break us, to paralyze us, and keep moving forward. Sabi nga dun sa, anong, anong Disney movie yon? Keep swimming, keep swimming kay Nemo, right? Keep swimming, keep moving forward, even though there are problems. How do you do that when you have a painful past, when you have an abused past, when there's so much hurt that happened in your life, and up until today, it's still haunting you? How do you move forward. And that's what we're going to learn today. The good news is, there's this character in the Bible, in history. His name is Paul. He was first called Saul, and then he had a transformation. That's why ang naging name niya, Paul. Look at what he said. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, this is what he wrote to the Christians in Philippi. He said, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. Meaning to say, na na-achieve ko na yung main purpose ko or, or na-completo na ko na pala. I finished everything. Hindi pa niya sinasabi. I've taken hold of it. But, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, what is my past, my 
past, my, my pains in the past, my success in the past, what defined me in the past, I forget those things and straining toward what is ahead. I move on to what God wants me to do. You have to understand, for, I think for a lot of you, you know his past. Saul, who became Paul, he was a murderer before. He was a Pharisee. He was killing Christians. That was his past. So imagine if you, that's your identity. You're a murderer. You kill Christians because other Jewish people commanded you to kill them. Or maybe you yourself, you hated Christians. You don't like them. So that was your heart. That was your past. That was what defined you. And then he encountered the Lord and that changed everything. You see, we need an encounter with God to change our hearts. That's what happened to Paul. And that's what we are going to learn today. How do you experience this healing? Because sabi niya, forgetting what is behind. Kuya Marty, ano yung sabi na forgetting what is behind? How can I forget my past? For example, you got abused in the past, sexually abused. Makakalimutan ba yun? I don't think so. I don't think you're gonna forget that. You will, it, will, it will remind you, right, that it really happened. And this word forgetting doesn't mean na, uy, walang nangyari sa pasta. It doesn't mean like that. Uy, hindi ako nasakta na. It doesn't mean like that. It's not neglecting what, was, what has happened. It's not removing it from your history books. It's not removing it from your life. Because, because those pain actually happened. You cannot remove that. It's part of your life. It's part of your history. But the Greek word of forgetting, this is what it means. It means to overlook. I'm not going to look at it. That's my past. I know it happened, but I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to overlook it. That's what it means. Aganda, di ba? It also means failing to notice. Ay, hindi ko na notice. Ay, hindi ko na naalala. I mean, naalala ko, pero it doesn't bother me anymore. Ay, yung pala yung past ko. Oh, nga, no? I remember that was my past. Di ba, minsan may mga ganyan. For example, you got, uh, ako, I, I got rejected before when I was in high school. Of course, during that time, masakit. Pero umabot sa point after I think maybe three years, three years, or three years, four years, it doesn't bother me anymore. Of course, that wasn't that so much painful, right? Of course, you can move on from it. But you get what I'm talking about. Meron kang pains in the past. I know of some people here, nakasama ko ngayon dito, hindi ko alam, nasabihin ko sino, na may pain sila in the past. Pero ngayon, tinatawanan na lang nila. When I tell them, di ba nahalala mo dati? Oo nga eh, ikaw talaga ko yung Marty, pinapaalala mo. Ba't di ba may mga ganyan? Yung natatawa na sila. Okay, but you get what I'm talking about, right? Na, that's what it means na, oo nga no, nasaktan pala ako dati. To the point na even when you see that person, hindi ka na na-offend. Na na, for example, that person caused you pain. But because you've forgiven the person, because that was the past na, tagal na noon, maybe five years ago, pag nakita mo, you're just joking around na naalala mo dati, o oh, nga, ikaw kasi, grabe ka, di ba? So, minsan pinagtatawanan nyo na lang. It happens, especially when pain, the pain is not that big. Or, it happens when we have Christ in our lives. When we know how to navigate through the pain. But sad to say, not a lot of people know how to navigate through the pains of the past. That's why they couldn't do this. They would say na, I cannot overlook that. That happened. And any response? I cannot talk to that person anymore. I cannot forgive that person. I cannot look at other men the same way or other girls the same way. I cannot forgive my parents. I cannot spend time with this kind of people because I cannot overlook my past. I cannot fail to notice it. And that's what Paul is saying here. He has, was able to learn 
how to overlook the past and how to fail to notice what has happened before, what he was before, how he was, how he treated other people because he experienced God's healing. What's our message again? His boundless love heals. Now, can you po post that on the chat box? Can you just tell your friends, His boundless love heals. Kaya nga sabi ko, itag yung mga friends, yung mga classmates nyo. I know pagod na sila sa online, but this is very important right now in our season right now with all of the things that are we are experiencing. Lahat tayo may broken past, lahat tayo may painful past, and God desire to heal us. Now the question is, how does this happen? I'm going to give you three ways that God heals us. And I believe this is what He wants to do in your life. You want to experience healing from the past and eventually move forward? You need to see how God is moving in these three areas. Number one, God's love heals us, heals by causing us to discover our identity. That's the first part. Because if you don't know who you are, all the more, you don't know how to move on. Kasi hindi mo makilala sarili mo eh. If you don't know who you are, or if your past is the one that's defining you, just like the Apostle Paul, he was a murderer before. Ah, ganito na ako, murderer na ako. Ah, ganito na ako, I'm gonna destroy Christians. How can he move forward and be used by God and experience healing? We need to, we need God's intervention in our lives to cause us to discover our identity. Sino ba talaga ako? In God's eyes, since God created me and He knows who I am, what's my genuine, true identity? Usually, guys, this is what happened, okay? But before that, a painful past has the tendency to disrupt our true identity. For example, God created, of course, God created us already. And then God wants us to go to a, uh, to a certain path that this is who we are. This is how God created us to be. This is what His purpose is for us. But then because of our past, dahil may, sumak may, may nanakit sa atin, or there was a person who caused pain in our lives, or there was an abuse, or there was some people who told us na ganito ka dapat, it disrupts our true identity. Naguguluhan tayo. Ah, baka ganito talaga ako. Ah, baka dapat lumayo ko kay God. Ah, baka dapat ganito yung pursue ko. Ah, ito yung nafe-feel ko about myself. Usually, our identity, okay, we usually choose our identity based on either of the following. Okay? Either of the following lang. If you want to know who you are or if we, if, uh, what, uh, as you pursue your identity, ah, usually, we choose either of the following. For example, we either base it from our experiences. Kaya ako ganito kasi ito yung experience ko. Not necessarily wrong, but it's incomplete. Okay? Not necessarily wrong. Kasi totoo naman, and this is, these are my experiences, kaya ako naging ganito. And this is who I am. Diba? May mga ganun tao na they define who they are based on their experiences. And you hear that. You hear testimonies of people, whether Christian or not Christian, that's what they say. Na kaya ako ganito because of my past. Kaya ako magalitin kasi yung daddy ko magalitin. Kaya ako naging ganito and abusive din sa ibang tao kasi na-abuse ako. Kaya ako nananakit na iba kasi nasaktan din ako before. Do you see that? That's why there's, it's, 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 it happens but it shouldn't be the case always. Because we, if we base it on our experiences, medyo kulang. May kulang doon. And later on, I'll show you why may kulang doon. For some people, they usually define their identity based on their feelings. 
Uh, because, and, and itong feelings, affected by the experience. Since ito yung experience ko, and ito yung feel ko eh. Since may napanood ako, and I want to be like that, that kind of person, this is what's brewing in my heart. Baka yun talaga yung identity ko. Again, it's not completely wrong, but it can be wrong. Because our hearts can deceive us and can misguide us instead of being in the right identity. For some people, they choose their identity based on other people. Dahil sinabi ng ganito, sinabi ng ganyan, sinabi ng crush mo, sinabi ng isang k-drama na idol mo, that you should be like that. Then you became like that, right? You want to be like that. But that person doesn't completely know you. Right? For a lot of people, they base it here. Experiences, feelings. Kasi for them, they say na, Mas kilala ko sarili ko. You will hear celebrities say that. I know myself because these are my experiences. These are my feelings. I don't care what other people would say. I'll do this. Usually, wala na to, hindi na masyado to nangyayari. In today's generation. Ha. Yung identity natin, usually, it's not defined by other people. Kaya nga you would hear celebrities would say, I don't care what others would say. This is who I am. But there's a problem with that phrase. Where is God in the picture? Who decides who we are? Tayo, na created being, or God, who created us? That's why Paul allowed God to define his true identity. When he encountered the Lord, he knew na he cannot make a decision about his true identity because it will always fall short. Kulang yun. Why? Tao tayo eh. We don't know what's gonna happen in the future. We don't know why we were created. That's why we go to the maker who knows who we truly are. The main difference among the four things is certainty. Listen to me here. The main difference nitong apat na to, guys, certainty. Eto mga to, hindi ka certain. Certain kas kunyari, or maybe you feel like you're certain, but eventually mapapadoubt ka na, eto ba talaga ako? Parang hindi ah. That's why a lot of people are still searching. Eto rin, hindi ka certain. Why? Because that person doesn't know you. Eto certain ka, because he created you. That's why, look at what God says about our identity. If you are in Christ, this is what he's saying. We belong to his family. If you are in Christ, we are forgiven. We are loved. Sure kanon. We have a purpose. Ito malupit. We have a home forever. Eternity. Secure ka. Kahit may COVID, kahit may pandemic, kahit baka pumutok na bulkan ng taal or pinatubo, we're completely secure in him because we are part of his family. That's why the first step that God does to heal us is for us to discover who we truly are. Because if we don't know who we truly are, how will you experience healing? How can you move forward? You're going to be haunted by your past. You're going to let your experiences decide who you truly are, which shouldn't be the case. Dapat si Gada decide Look at what happened to Paul. Whatever were gains to me, meaning to say my accomplishments, my pursuits in the past, what I have done, my murderous threats to other people, the Christians that I've killed, those were my gains. To me, I now considered baliwala. It's a loss for the sake of Christ. The moment I came to know Christ, that was, that's what he was saying. Everything I've gained, it's completely a loss. Circumcised. What did he gain? Circumcised on the eighth day, meaning to say, as a Hebrew, he really followed the rules. He was very, very religious. 
of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. In other words, talagang he knows his descent, in descendants niya. He knows his identity based on history, based on culture, based on race, right? Based on his family. A Hebrew of Hebrews in regard to the law, a Pharisee keeping the law, talagang righteous in the world's eyes, pleasing in the world's eyes. As for zeal, persecuting the Christians, the church, the believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. As for righteousness, based on the law that they were practicing, not basically based on God's love, faultless. That was his accomplishments. But all of those things was lost. Why? Because nakilala nga niya si Christ eh. Look at the next part. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For whose sake... Nawala ko lahat. Lahat ng past, it's gone. That's not who I am. I lost all things. I consider them basura. My identity before was a false identity. That wasn't who I am. And sometimes, we're living a garbage kind of life because we don't have Christ in our hearts. Kaya nga, look at what he said, that I may gain Christ. Ito lang sa kanya The moment he came to know Jesus, that road to Damascus. Remember your story ni Paul? He experienced a blinding light. He was going to Damascus, trying to kill Christians there, persecuting Christians there. And then there was a blinding light. He encountered the Lord and he said, Who are you, Lord? And then he, his life was transformed. He experienced God's forgiveness. He experienced God's grace. He experienced God's transformation. And he figured out who he truly was. Look at this line. The more I know Jesus, the more I will know myself. Because he's the creator. He's the creator. He's the maker. He's the savior. He loves me dearly for who I am, how he created me to be. He knows who I am. And even if my past is broken, he loves me still and he wants to change me. The more I know him, the more I, know, I will know myself. That's the first step. If you don't have the desire to know Jesus, I tell you, your life is going to get lost. You might think you're in the right direction now. But if you're not trying your best to get to know Jesus, to seek Him, to know Him more, you will never know who you truly are. And when I say know who you truly are, yung genuine encounter of who you truly are, and that only happens when we have a genuine encounter of who Christ is. That's what happened to Paul. That's the first step to healing. What's our message again? His boundless love. What? Heal. Sabi mo nga ulit sa mga friends mo. Type mo pala. Hindi mo pala masasabi. Unless may katabi ka na classmate mo or friend mo or magkasama kayo sa Discord right now. Tell them His boundless love heals. He wants to heal you from the pain of the past, the brokenness that you've experienced, the hurts that has haunted you up until now, and the baggage that you have been carrying up until today na papatong-patong. He wants to heal you from those things. So what's the first one? How does He do it? God's love heals by causing us to discover our identity. I like the word causing. Ay, nawala. Causing us to discover our identity. I love the word causing because it means that God is the one moving in our lives, intervening in our lives, and making things happen so that we realize that we need Him. 
Alam mo yan? Kasi if we just ask, Lord, help me, tinutulungan naman talaga tayo ni God eh. Pero a lot of times we're not cooperating. Pero yung causing, talagang He will make a way to intervene, maybe to cause pain sometimes, maybe to make us realize na yung false identity natin is really not the identity we should follow, so we're gonna get hurt. And then it's gonna help us discover who we truly are. But it only happens when we encounter Christ. Number two, God's love heals by restoring our hearts. So once we've encountered Christ, once we've encountered Christ, of course, He will lead us, cause us to discover our true identity. But the truth about us is this. Matigas ang puso natin. Diba? The truth about us is this. Let's say, okay, we encountered Christ already and He wants us to move on and move forward to this direction, to who we truly are. And then when we see na ito yung path to move on and move forward to who we truly are, we hesitate. You know why we hesitate? Because it means we have to let go of certain things that we're still carrying. It means that we have to move forward and leave the certain people, certain relationship, certain practices na ayaw ni God. Pagdating doon, hesitant ka na. And here's the problem. Look at this. Ay, nawala ulit. We can't move away from our past if we keep making the same mistake. Tama ba yun? We can't move away from our past if we keep making the same mistake. Paano ka move forward if paulit-ulit mo ginagawa yung past? Nag-guess nyo? Kaya maraming tao, babalik-balik yung past nila kasi they keep on repeating the same thing. Ooh, napau yung mga tao dito. Okay, konti lang dito pero napapau sila. Okay? And look at the next phrase. We keep making the same mistake or mistakes because our heart is stubborn. Tigas eh. <laughs> Ang tigas mo eh, bro. <laughs> we, keep on, we keep making the same mistake because our heart is stubborn. Paulit-ulit. So hindi ka nga makamove on kasi you keep making the same mistake and kaya ka keeping the same mistake because your heart is stubborn. Look at what happened to the Apostle Paul. The next verse. He said in verse 9, I want to be found in Christ. I want to be found in Him. Not, ito na, having a righteousness of my own. What does that mean? To be declared righteous in the eyes of God, dapat yung heart natin is right with Him. In the past, he had his own righteousness. Ano yung righteousness ni Paul? Yung law. He was following the law, following the rules, and for him, okay naman ako eh. Madaming tao ganun. Okay naman ako, hindi ako pumapatay ng tao, hindi ako nang re-rape, hindi ako nang dadaya. May niloko akong girl, pero once lang. Ah, di ba? May, may mga ganong klaseng tao. That's their example. Nag-cheat ako, pero sandali lang naman. Mabait ako na person. But the question is not kung mabait ka na person in your standard. The question is, in God's eyes, is your heart righteous before Him? Because most people, if a lot of people actually, a lot of people in this world, they are righteous in their eyes but they are not righteous in God's eyes. We need to have a change of heart. How do I know that they're not righteous in God's eyes? Because they will still follow their heart over the heart of God. They will still do the same mistake that they've done in the past, thinking that it's okay and they can work around it. Kahit na sabi ni Lord, hindi yan ang gusto ko para sa'yo. That's why Paul had to have a heart transformation. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law or whatever practices na ginagawa during their situation or their culture. 
And you might think, iba naman yung law natin ngayon eh. The law can be the culture right now. In today's culture, ito yung acceptable. In today's culture, yung people that doesn't love God, this is what they do. Or they don't have a re- solid relationship with, they, with God. This is their conviction. These are their practices. They do these things. Okay lang sa kala mag-live in. Okay lang sa kala mag-ganito. Okay lang sila sexual immorality. Okay lang mandaya. Okay lang kahit yung identity nila or yung gender nila not pleasing God. You get what I'm saying? The reason why it's like that, because their hearts are not transformed by the Lord. That's why what happened to Paul. But that which is through faith in Christ, that's how God changes our hearts. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I was changed because of my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul was changed because of his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Nabago yung heart niya. We need a heart transformation. And as a result of that, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of His resurrection. And participate. Basahin niyo to guys. Basahin to. And ano daw? Participation in His... Why would I want to participate in the suffering of Jesus? Jesus suffered. He was crucified. In other words, Paul is saying, I, I don't care if I'm going to be persecuted because of my faith. Because I want to know Christ. I want to follow Him. The word know is ginosko. Experiential knowledge. Hindi lang yung know from afar. Wow, ang galing ni Lord. Love niya ako. Hindi ganung know. Yung know na, I'm going to follow you, Christ. I'm going to be where you are. I'm going to do what you want me to do. That kind of knowledge. And daming tao, hindi ginosko yung knowledge nila about Christ. It's just from afar na knowledge. Na, oh, I know Christ. I know that person. Yeah, ang galing niya. Love niya ako. For example, like, like LeBron James. Alam ko matutuwa sila Rob dito sa example na to or sila Cholo or si Julius kung nanonood siya. Mga LeBron fan. Um, I know LeBron. But I ha- don't have any experience being with him. Or playing with him, talking to him. Hindi nga kami nag-zoom, okay? Napapanood ko lang siya. That's knowledge from afar. I know LeBron from afar. I know na nagdadunk siya. I know na cry baby siya. Just kidding. I know there are a lot of LeBron fans there. So I know na nakablock siya during an NBA Finals and that's why my Golden State Warriors lost. Okay? And I know yung mga ginawa niya, accomplishments niya, na malapit na siya maging number one in the scoring, top scoring. Right? And he may become the number one in the top scoring or most scored points in NBA history. So I know what he has accomplished. But I don't know him personally. Ginosko is knowing Christ personally. That will change your heart. We need the heart transformation. Because if our hearts are not transformed, hindi ka mag-move forward. Hindi ka mag-move on from your past. Pwedeng mag-move on ka from your past, but it will lead you to another identity that shouldn't be your identity. Madaming ganon. So they move on from their past to another present na hindi dapat para sa kanila. So they got hurt again, and it's the same. And ang excuse nila pag nag, they got hurt again, I learned that's not really for me, but I, I, I enjoy it, so I'm gonna move on. So paulit-ulit na cycle na ganun. And the problem with that is, you're not the only one getting hurt. But the people that you're with in that area of your life is also getting hurt. Or you've caused pain also. Or you've caused disappointment as well. People might say, but that's part of the learning process. Yes, I know. But I don't think that's who you are in Christ. That's why the first step is God reveals our identity. The second step, He wants to restore our hearts. And I believe for a lot of people who are listening right now, 
I want I know God wants to restore your hearts para hindi mo na ulitin yung past so that you won't do the same mistakes again so that it's not going to be an ending cycle or a cycle of pain and restoration pain and restoration he wants you to move forward and move on can you just tag your friends and sabi mo nga move on din move on move on din tayo okay okay what's our message again his boundless love heals so how does he do that? He heals us by causing us to discover our identity. He heals us by restoring our hearts. And finally, as we look at the, the story of Paul in Philippians chapter 3, he heals us by leading us to accomplish our purpose. So kailangan may direction. Some people kasi they're healed, they say they're healed from their past, pero wala silang pupuntahan. Pag wala kang pupuntahan, hindi ka ba healed? Because how can you move forward if you don't know where to move forward? You get what I'm talking about, right? How can I move on if I don't know where to move on? We move forward from our past when we know the right way to go. If I don't know the right way to go, I'm going to end up in the wrong direction again, right? And if I don't know again the right way to go, paulit-ulit the wrong direction yun until I submit myself to God and follow His direction. That's what happened to Paul. But look at this chart. Okay, look at this chart. Because I realize there are three paths to achieving your or discovering your purpose. Either you will live for yourself, which a lot of people do, or you are living for others, which right now it's a popular thing. Na don't just think about yourself. Think about others. Think about other people. Live for other people. Help others. It's a good thing. It's a good virtue. Or you're going to live for God. Now let's compare the three. Because either of the three lang yan eh. If you're going to live for God, then you're not living for yourself. It cannot be. Biblically and in God's standards, either your life is for Him 100% or not. If you're just going to live, if you're going to live for God and yourself, it's not acceptable to God. He wants you to live for Him or not at all. For some people or a lot of people, they live for themselves. For a lot of people also, they live for others. But God wants us to live for Him. So what are the differences? Here's some similarities. When you live for yourself, I tell you, you will experience a sense of fulfillment. Definitely. I know of some people, they don't have Christ in their lives. Masaya sila. They're fulfilled. They're happy. Because you're living for yourself. Eh? A career path, uh, doing these things that you like. There's nothing wrong. And even if you're living for God, even if you're living for God, you can also accomplish those things. Don't get me wrong. Huh? It doesn't mean that if you're living for God, you're not going to fulfill any career. No. But for some people, they just live for their career, for their success, for their self-worth, and they experience fulfillment. If they live for others, ka, definitely you're going to be happy. There's a sense of, wow, I fulfilled a lot. I've fed a lot of people in this area. I've, exp I, I've, I've, gave, I've given business to other people. Tinulungan ko yung classmates ko. I've counseled and talked to some people. I, I created this vlog or this YouTube channel to help others with their depression. Wow, I've accomplished a lot. And those are good things. But look at this, look at this. There's sense of fulfillment. Pareho yan. Of course, when you live for God, definitely there's a sense of fulfillment. I'm living for God. And there's a sense of fulfillment. A lot of people who are with you right now or watching this, I know you're living for God. And there's a sense of fulfillment. As long as you're really committed to the Lord, definitely there's happiness, there's happiness, there's happiness. But look at this. Ito na yung differences. 
Ito pang earth lang. I don't think you're gonna carry that in eternity. If you're just living for yourself, pang earth lang yan. Pag namatay ka na, tapos na. Ito pang earth lang din. You feed people, they are not hungry anymore, but then after a few months, they get hungry again. And then you want to go back and feed them again. It's temporary, temporary solution. You give them a job, maybe for a few years they have the job. Sometimes they work really well. Other times they don't work really well, so they got kicked out from the job, got fired, and now they're lost again. So temporary. Ito eternal. Wala kang talo dito. Sure ke, si God eh. Uncertainty of success. Why? So when you live for yourself, you don't know. Of course, you will hear some stories that this person became successful, he lived for himself. But there are also stories that they didn't become successful. Hindi ka sure eh. 50-50 chance. I pursue this career, I'm not sure I'm going to be successful. A lot of people want to become great singers. Not a lot of them will become great singers. I wanted to become a good basketball player, pero sorry, maliit ako. I didn't, hindi talaga kaya. Tag-try ako, sinubukan ko, I tried na nung grade school, mag-varsity kaya ako na basketball. Hindi, mahirap talaga. I was also scared. So, uncertainty of success. Some people might say, maybe that's not your path, Kuya Marty, that's why, you know, that happened. But again, living for yourself, uncertainty of success. Living for others, helping others, you know, helping your family, there's also uncertainty of success. How will you know that what you're doing will really help them? How will you know that what you have done, and some people would say, I don't care what's going to happen in the future. Basta ngayon, this is first step for them to recover. Of course, tama, importante yan. But again, the reality is, we don't, we don't know. They're living for God. There's certainty of, of success. If you live for yourself, mostly yung impact, para sarili mo, syempre you're doing it for yourself. Para sa'yo talaga yan. And then other people might get affected because you also got, you know, popular or you got a lot of money, so you'll bless your family members. Other people, manli libre ka kasi your success. So some, uh, some to other people, mag impact sila positively. Living for others, mostly other people. Kasi ito yung mga sacrificial, I'm just gonna give, I'm gonna do this. Like businessmen who will give a lot of money, 90% of their money. Those are good philanthropists. I appreciate what they're doing. It's mostly for others and some to you because people will appreciate you. They will tell stories about you. And that's a good thing. But look at this. Pagkay God, it's both. He, because you know your identity, He will lead you to who you truly are and you will pursue your actual purpose here on earth. Definitely, you have a life worth living. And then because you're pursuing what He wants you to do, other people will be affected positively. 100% yan, guys. When you live for God, you're gonna have a sense of fulfillment for yourself and you're gonna have a sense of fulfillment because you're blessing others and all the more God is glorified. And look at the main effects of, of and look at the main situation that we're experiencing right now. That can attest that this one has eternal blessing and certainty of success and these things are temporary. Look, Effects of COVID-19. My plans ka, travel plans na cancel. What if travel is your identity and that's your living for yourself purpose? Wala na, na-cancel. Yung health mo na deteriorate. Yung money mo na deplete. Eh, may mga plans ka. You want to help others, pero hindi na kaya. Yung career mo is questionable. So you're pursuing this and right now, hindi mo na ma-pursue because nag-close na yung doors. And I've known of some people. They're in the hotel industry. And they're suffering right now. 
I know of some students na yun yung course nila and they don't know after they graduate if they will have a job. If you're living for yourself and may COVID-19, mapapaisip ka, ano ba talaga purpose ko? Kaya maraming nadidepress. Kaya maraming nagiging suicidal. Because they only live for themselves or they live for others. Some people, they're living for others. Tulong sila ng tulong. Eh, pero tumataas yung case. Hindi ka ba madidiscourse yun? Tulong ako ng tulong. Pero bakit ganito? Tumadami. Para ano na mangyayari? Napagod na ako. Wala na pera. It's temporary. I'm not saying you don't help. Keep helping, definitely. But don't make living for others your main purpose. Don't make living for yourself your main purpose. The future right now is dark. That's what COVID is doing to all of us. And the positive thing that COVID is doing to all of us, it's making us realize, wait a minute. If living for myself is not worth living at all, and living for others is not worth living at all, it's not the perfect picture of who I should be, then maybe I need to live for Christ starting today. Kaya nga may nabasa ako sa Facebook recently. Someone posted, because of the rise of the COVID cases, because of the new variant, because of the variant na it goes, ano, it counters the antibody, tako talaga. Alam mo, sabi ng person, ayoko na. Desperation. Hindi ko na alam mangyayari. What's gonna happen? And a lot of people are scared. A lot of people, they're tired. But that's why Paul said, not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I press on. May goal siya. I press on to take hold. Take hold. That's my goal, to know Him more, to know Christ, to pursue Him, to please Him for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, that's why He said, I forget the past for not overlooking it, not focusing on it, not, I, not defining who I am, my previous life. I strain towards what is ahead. What is ahead, Paul? I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know what the goal of Paul during that time? He's going to work. He was working. He was a tent maker. He was earning money. But you know why he was earning money? To serve Christ to help people know Him, to help people see His love, to help people know that the only way to find your true identity is in Christ. He shared the gospel. He told people about Jesus. And that's why we have this elevate. That's why we have this movement. Because that's the purpose of my life. And I want to tell you, if you're a follower of Christ, that's your purpose. If you're not doing that, then you're failing to do what Christ has called you to do. You want to have a healed past? Pursue God's calling for your life. Because His boundless love heals. How does He heal? He causes us to discover our identity. Dun muna mag-start. Who I am in Christ. And then He restores my heart. He makes me realize that He died for me so that I may realize that I need Him as my Savior and He changes my heart because of that gratefulness for His grace. 
And then He's leading me to accomplish my purpose. Ito yung purpose ko. Ang dami pang tao, classmates mo, friends mo, who doesn't know Jesus, family members mo, they're lost. Why? They're either living for themselves or living for other people. They need Jesus. They need to know their identity in Him. They need to have a restored heart so that they can see also their purpose. It starts with you, siyempre. If you don't know your identity in Christ, you cannot pass this on. You cannot fulfill your purpose. Hindi mo makakilala sarili mo in Christ. Eh. If your heart is not restored, hindi mo rin gagawin ito. Ang gulo pa nga ng heart mo eh. You need these two things before you can fulfill God's purpose in your life. You know, look at these people as we close. Look at these people that God has transformed from having a past that was bad, that was questionable, that was haunting them, to a future that was bright and fully secure in Christ. For example, si Apostle Paul. He was a murderer, and then he became a preacher of the gospel. Only by God's grace. How about this person? A sin, the sinful woman, the woman that washed the, the feet of Jesus with her hair and with tears, with the alabaster jar. He was, she was adulterous. Some say she was the prostitute to becoming a faithful follower of Jesus. You know why it happened? Transformation from encountering the Lord. How about the demon-possessed man? You remember Jesus was, went to Gerazim and there was a demon-possessed man there possessed by evil. A lot of people were scared. They left the man inside the cave because legions were inside his body. And Christ took out those demons and he became a follower, committed follower of Jesus. How about not in the Bible? C.S. Lewis. Do you know that he was an atheist before? The one who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. He was an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. He wants, he wants to disprove God to other people that he was talking to. But then suddenly, yung mentor niya, who was an atheist as well, became a follower of Jesus. Eh, mas grabe bang atheist yon. So na-realize siya, bakit siya nagbago? He started researching. And one of the things that he couldn't, he couldn't reconcile is the resurrection of Jesus. He realized, totoo to, this is real. He really died and rose again. And that changed him. He became a firm believer of Jesus. Ito, these people that I personally know. Josh McDowell, familiar to a lot of you, right? He's been a speaker in our conferences. And he, in his testimony, I think a lot of us heard that, he was abused sexually, homosexual abused, homosexually abused from age 6 to 13 years old. That was a wicked past. It could have defined him. I know of some people, because of their sexual molestation when they were young, it defined their identity. And up to now, they're lost. But because he responded in humility, there were people who guided him, prayed for him, discipled him, he became a committed follower of Jesus. He had this ministry of apologetics, helping people know who Jesus is. And he goes around the world preaching the good news and helping students as well. He, had a, he has a big student ministry before. And until now, his son, who's a good friend of ours, is also doing that kind of ministry. And someone close to our hearts in CCF, you know this girl, Joy Tanshi Mendoza. She was raped at age of 15. It was so devastating. It could have defined her. But he didn't allow the past to haunt her, to break her completely, and to paralyze her. He was able to move forward only by God's grace. His parents were there. Of course, Pastor Peter, 
and Tita Diona were there guiding her. The Holy Spirit and other people God sent to help her recover. And that's why she was able to write this book, When a Good God Allows Rape. And she is a blessing to thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of ladies who are experiencing abuse. You know, your past happened because we're living in a wicked world. It's not because God is cruel. God allows wicked things to happen in our lives to make us see that this world is really wicked. There are sinful people in this world. But that past shouldn't define you. He wants to heal that past. That's why He is our Savior. That's why He gives comfort. That's why He gives absolute healing. You don't need to carry that heavy burden on your own. That's why here we have small groups. We have here you can chat to someone in our Facebook on our Facebook page. You can contact someone and ask that person to pray for you or just pour out your heart whatever wickedness that happened in your past, whatever baggage you are carrying up to today. You don't need to carry that on your own. God is alive. He is real. Jesus died for you. He rose again to prove to you and me that He has the power to change and transform your wicked past and make it a beautiful future. I'll end with this statement. God is in the business of healing broken lives and make it completely whole. For His glory. I don't know what your wicked past is. I don't know how painful it is. The truth is, it really happened. We don't, we don't want to hide it. It didn't happen. It really happened. But God is gracious to help you recover from it. He is in that business. Do not give up on your life because God doesn't want you to give up. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be restored. He's in that business to make you whole completely. Cooperate as He calls you to discover your identity. And not just that. Cooperate as He restores your heart so that you will follow His purpose in your life. Remember, His boundless love heals. Can I pray for you guys? I want to pray for two specific groups of people here today. The first group of people that I want to pray for, you don't have Christ in your life. You're not sure if you're going to heaven. You haven't taken Jesus seriously. But somehow in this message, God is speaking to you. And He's telling you, Anak, it's time to change. It's time to believe in me with all of your heart. So if you're that person, can we just bow down our heads, close our eyes? If you're that person, I want you to pray something like this from your heart. Can you just say to Jesus, Jesus, I'm really sorry for all my sins. Sorry because I allowed my past, my hurts, my pain to define who I am. But now I'm realizing that you know who I truly am. And you created me. And you love me. So today, Jesus, with all humility, I ask for your forgiveness. I ask you that you change me, that you transform me. And right now, with all my heart, I believe in you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Come into my life. 
teach me to follow you all the days of my life. For the second group of people that I want to pray for, a lot of you are Christians already. You have a relationship with Jesus. Can you just bow down your heads? Lord, I know you know the people who are listening, who has a relationship with you already. But somehow the past is still haunting them. Somehow it's still breaking them. It's paralyzing them. They couldn't move forward. They couldn't move on. But please, Lord, just like what happened to the Apostle Paul, assure them of who they truly are in you. That they are loved. That they are forgiven. That they have a bright future. That their eternity is secure. That whatever happened in the past doesn't define them. That you are full of hope. That you are the God who changes hearts. That you are the God who restores souls. Please, dear God, I pray that you cause healing to anyone who is experiencing a past that is breaking them up to this point. Please heal them. Help them to move forward. Help them to move on. Help them to see that you can change hearts. You can restore hearts. Help them also to see the purpose that we have here on earth. And that is to help others as well find their identity in you and experience a restored heart from you. Thank you, dear God, for your message to all of us. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we love you, Lord, the God who heals. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.